All right, welcome back to another episode of Take Foul. We are about one month in, well, technically over one month in, but the one month point, uh, according to the NBA, because the Player of the Month, Coach of the Month awards, well, player to, has Player of the Month come out? Coach of the Month has come out, um, and this is sort of the way they do things. So we are at the one month point um, in the NBA season, more or less. Uh, a lot has happened. Yeah, about about twenty two percent of the way through. Um, <clears throat> the in season tournament uh, has been happening, um, and the there were two games last night. The uh, Pacers were able to best the Celtics, and mm-hmm. the Pelicans were able to win over the Kings. Uh, both are pretty exciting games. Um, have you guys? What do you? What have your thoughts been on the the in season tournament so far? Um, the courts suck. Courts. The courts All need some touch ups. Well, majority of them. <clears throat> like the more, like darker, kind of more monotone. I don't know if that's the right word for it, but I don't think it is. Uh, like blues and stuff are fine, but like the bright colors need to be changed. Like the bright colors make it really hard to watch. Um, so I think that, that they did a little too much on that. Yeah, I think the the reds and the oranges, it's like and the yellows, they, the yellow. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they they sort of forgot that the basketball is orange. You know, yeah, <laughs> it's kind of hard to fucking see the basketball on some of those courts. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I I think it's been. Do you think it's been like a higher? Uh, intensity of basketball um i think the whole i guess with the whole like uh the points having this like the point thing about like the next round and and shit like that that kind of made it where guys like are still trying to score at the end but again it doesn't feel like i don't know like I kind of again, it, it was kind of soft on Namara's end, but like it felt pointless. Like the Bulls weren't really playing at the end of that game. You know, they're just getting like free buckets on them. Like I don't, I don't think that's like the like. There's no reason for a team that's not going to advance to be really caring at that point. And so it just feels like one team trying to score a bunch of layups. Well, you know? to be to be fair, uh, apparently the Raptors did not know at that point that they were not going to advance. So. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. But I'm saying like the Bulls knew they were not going to advance. The Bulls weren't playing any like D against. Sure, you know, sure. Like, right, right, right. Yeah. So, so from their perspective, yeah. it was like, hey, why? It's just like we're just like they're just kind of watching layup. Yeah, yeah. I haven't really watched any games where I'm like, this means more. Like yeah. that hasn't ever really struck me either on an effort level or like. I care more because the Timberwolves like win a playing game. It's just kind of like, yeah, that's great. It's still the one seed. But I think, yeah, I think, um, well, on your first point, I, I do think there was, uh, there have been a little bit more of like a ratcheted up, you know, intensity defensively. I think like there's a, a Golden State Sacramento game that was really intense. I remember. Uh, the one that they bottled really hard. And then, yeah. you know, there was like, they were like ha- hacking each other. It was super physical. Um, I think the down the stretch in the Pacers game, like, 
Aaron Neeson like, yeah, I don't know. a big dunk. Like, can you for sure say that's because of the play and stuff, though? Like, those teams play, can. like, fun, competitive games. Like the Kings and the Warriors. No, that yeah, for sure. But I think I'm going back to the Pacers team. I feel like those dudes were freaking out on the bench. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. like Halliburton has said before that game that this is probably the most – important game of his career just because there he hasn't played in a game with any stakes at all in his He's on the Pacers. Yeah. So <laughs> so it's like you know, it doesn't it might not mean much to like Jason Tatum, but I think it meant more to that Pacers team who are just a bunch of like young dudes trying to overachieve essentially um past their their talent on their roster and uh, I think also like that team is horrific defensively and they held the Celtics to like, what was it? Like one Oh seven or something like that. I can't, I, you know, I can't remember the score, but, but they, they stepped it up defensively and that hasn't necessarily happened in other games. So is, you know, is there something there? Is there not something there? I don't know, but I, I think I like, to if think you're that the, it's something there. If you're the Pacers, would you rather win, like make it to the finals of these play of this uh, in-season tournament, or would you rather like win the play in and make and uh, get like a seven seat? Playing, probably the playing. Yeah. yeah, I was Same. gonna say I'm like I think part of it like I'm happy the Timberwolves didn't necessarily qualify because now we have three incredibly easy games instead of playing True. against like real competition so like i think that's one indicator at least that is a flaw that that seems kind of like an issue well the thing is mike it, it could have been it was sort of luck of the draw like it was like yeah we could have played uh, a much more difficult team that you know were kicked out early of the the tournament um but, but like, like for those <clears throat> i'm sorry for, for the teams that are like still in the tournament these games are going to be a lot like I guess more grindy, you know, and they still count as regular season games, right? So like yeah. I feel like that's like a little bit tougher than like I don't know. I just think like once you get to this point in like the knockout phase, these games shouldn't necessarily count count towards regular season. Well, I think how how I would uh, think about it is um, if they may, if they let the the last game count towards the regular season so whoever won that game would have an extra win to like factor <laughs> them 83 games yeah 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 and so they have like a 0.5 game advantage over everyone essentially what about that, the team that yeah. loses it though did that also then, then, them, would you say? then it doesn't count yeah. for them yeah they're or they're relegated to the g league um last last thing on the in-season tournament i think the the obviously this is biased because i was hoping that the timberwolves make it into the the semifinals um but the point differential being the tiebreaker for the wild card i thought was like a little bizarre just because it's like separate groups and they didn't play each other in the same groups and like the the top two teams in the Western Conference at that time, which were the Timberwolves and the Thunder, uh, both were not in the you know top four, 
I guess, for the, mm-hmm. the in-season tournament. And I think that the, the, the conference standings uh, should have been, you know, a, a, a better uh, tiebreaker for the wild card specifically. After the well, I mean, like I, didn't, I don't the records. <clears throat> I didn't, I didn't love the lot like that setup either, but I do think that doesn't nec- it makes kind of sense considering it is like all within the play in. I mean, they kind of do the that that's kind of what they do with the Champions League to Europa, right? It's like with that those like teams that get sent the, down from the third place team goes to the yeah. Europa League. Oh, just I'm all done third with... place teams, or yeah, pretty okay. sure top two go to the knockout round. Yeah, yeah, and then third yeah. go. Knockout of Europa. All third. Oh, that's a lot. Okay, never mind. I'm also um, sick of like the ESPN analysts comparing this to the Champions League. Like these are the same teams. Like just a bunch of shit teams. Like enough. Like this isn't any elevated product. It's more enough. of like a Carabao Cup vibe. Well, you still play the same teams in this. You don't play like the G League teams. Yeah. Got a rat. Jesus. Got a ding. My dog gagging Uh-oh. on some coffin. <laughs> yeah, I don't think she has the the viral uh, disease yet. We'll see. Yeah, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Uh, okay, moving on <laughs> to. Uh, but then, uh, one second before. Okay, okay. Uh, right now it's it's the Bucks playing the Knicks and the Suns playing the Lakers, right? Yeah. Um, so if the Bucks win, they play the Pacers, and if the whoever wins between the Suns and the Lakers, they play the Pelicans. The Pelicans. So this could either be like a pretty good final or just a really bad final, huh? Just like I mean, teams wise, I I like watching all these teams except for the Knicks. I don't like watching the Knicks <laughs> personally, Terrible. but the, the Halliburton's super fun to watch. Um, Pelicans have something going. We'll we'll get to them later. Um, and then, I don't know. I've, obviously, like, Adam Silver wants a Lakers-Bucks final. Lakers-Bucks, yeah. He, he wanted yeah. a Lakers-Celtics final, probably, but um, he'll settle for a Lakers-Bucks, probably. We'll see, though. Who? Okay, quick pick uh, to win it all. Suns. KD adds who is a, is a trophy case. Uh, Pelicans, and then they get super overhyped for the rest of the season. I have the Suns as well. I have a little future out on them. You have a future for them to win the you can put futures on this? (laughs) Yeah, man. Come on. Why not? KD wants it, and Devin Booker's ringless, so he he wants it. (laughs) Book's first ring. (laughs) (laughs) All right, whatever. Moving on. Tier list. Uh, so how many tiers did you guys end up having? I, ha- I ended up having eight. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, nine and a half. Nine. I have ten, but a couple of them are solo tiers. Wow. Okay. All right. I I like that. Let's uh let's start at the top. Ike, what is your first tier called, and who's in it? Contenders. Yes. Wolves, Nuggets, Celtics, Bucks, Sixers. Okay, is that six teams? Five. Five. Okay. Oh, sorry. Wait. Wolves, Nuggets, Bucks, Celtics, Celtics. Sixers. 
Yes. Okay. Um, so you you would put uh, the Bucks in their sort of because I've seen so, they so have guys form. I've seen it do it before. Yeah. Yeah, and then the Sixers and they're like a game back Harden. from the Celtics. They're all, they're, right they now, are fourteen and six. They have been, dude. Yeah, I they know. are. Yeah. It's like the eye test is like. Oh fuck! God damn it! <laughs> that the cat? The animals are yeah. Right. <laughs> Damn, perjury must be in Powerade right now. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yes. Who should we, who should we talk about first? <laughs> um, I don't know. The I think the Bucks are. I agree with the Bucks being up there. I think they. Okay. I mean, they're obviously very good. Like, like they've won quite a few in a row, correct? I think. Yeah, I think my Celtics lost. I think they've sense... been no the Bulls lost. Yeah, <laughs> the Bulls yeah, lost man. They, I I watched that game. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? I, my sense is like Dame has been sort of bailing them out out of a lot of close games. Like there's they had to come back in the fourth quarter against the the Trailblazers. Um. And and like but, he's sort of been saving their ass, but like the you know that's kind of what he does. Though. It's true, it's true, and that's why they got yeah. him, and that's and that's why they've been successful. Um, the defensive questions still sort of linger. I I'm still not quite sure about their new coach. I think um, like the, the, this is just like a nitpicky thing where I'm just like focusing in on one thing. But it's like uh, the Bucks should have fouled Caruso. Um, yeah, or, or Patrick Williams, or, or whoever the or, or Vucevic. It was Vucevic at the top of the key. Anyone, they yeah. pass it into him. He's fucking pivoting around, looking for someone to pass to. It was like follow him there, follow him there. But no, you clearly did not watch that Ivy League game the other day, Sam. Foul and one game over. Can't can't follow it up, uh, down three anymore. I, I I patently disagree. I think he, did. he easily could have. He wasn't even. Vucevic wasn't even looking at the basket. Yeah, it makes you no know? sense why coaches like why coaches don't do that. It, it makes zero sense. Like yeah. just put him on the line and just play the free throw. Like, and like you so know, fun. I I understand that like there's a lot of situations in which you you can't do that. Like I remember, um, Chet Holmgren that like turnaround shot in the middle or or from the corner. Yeah. Uh, against the Warriors, that was uh, I feel like that's a moment where it's like he catches the ball with momentum and He's ready it's a bang-bang yeah. play you can't follow him there um, or else because yeah, he got into it against the Thunder when Shea just like shot it from 50 <laughs> feet for some reason I was like, I guess don't foul if he's going to do that. But yeah, but I, uh, I was like scared. I was I like, was... yeah, they should be fouling. Do you think he was trying to anticipate a foul though, or did he just let it up? Yeah, I like know. I think that's like a... that's the worry is that people are like going to try to anticipate a foul, so they're going to put up a, put up the shot whenever they think contact's in done. Yeah, so I think that there's a situation like when Shea Gilgis Alexander is like dribbling the ball and is like looking at the rim. It's you know it's kind of scary to like just rush him and follow him because it's like mm-hmm. you could easily just pull up. Um, but when but I guess like what I'm saying is like Vucevic was just not even looking at the rim. Um, yeah. Regardless, so that's I don't know and and I think there's a, a lack of I know this has sort of been like beat to fucking shreds but like why not run more Giannis 
Dame pick and roll. You know, they just like had it happened eleven times in the Bulls game. Eleven. It's like what? Especially, you know? especially against the Bulls. <laughs> especially against Vucevic. Like why? Why? Yeah. Why? Why? And and like the whole point of having a floor spacing big like Brooke Lopez is that you can fucking toss him in the corner and you have space to run a actual pick and roll where you can throw a lob or hit the roll man um, or have a drive. I don't know. It's just it, it's bizarre, um, but things seem to be working. To me, they are in tier two. My tier one is called Contenders. And is number one Minnesota, number two Boston, number three Denver, and that's that's it for me right now. Um, and I, I feel like Milwaukee six contenders though, like that has to be like a team you you don't think they could win it, <clears throat> like the Bucks. They can't yeah, contend yeah. for like the. I just think that they have a few more questions that they need to address right now. Before I put them in like tier one for me, my tier one's just a little smaller. Mike, what's your tier one? Uh, my tier one is Mike's final four. I got mm. Boston, Milwaukee, Denver, and Phoenix. What about that um, final? What? That's gonna be my. When that's my final conference finals. Okay. That's my conference finals. I think those are like. When it gets down to it in series game, like in, in like seven game series games, those are the teams that are going to be the strongest. Um, I don't know. We haven't talked much about Boston. I think Boston has probably looked the best. I think team out there, you know. Yeah. Um, they've had a couple uh, O games, but I think like in general, they've looked like the strongest team. Um, yeah. But I think. Yeah. Um, e- you know, the Boston starting five is the best starting five in the NBA, I think. Um, some of their depth is a little questionable. I think Hauser's been good, um, but, like, their front court depth is pretty glaring when uh, Porzingis doesn't play. Like, Horford... Yeah, he doesn't do a lot. Yeah, and... Um, I, s- similar to the box, I just sort of have these, like, broader existential questions with the coach um and like i don't know missoula he seems like he has thin skin you know what i mean like he seems sort of like a sensitive guy and like there there's a moment where um the a a local beat reporter uh he before he could even ask him a question uh or no i think the question was do you think you guys took too many threes tonight and were like relying too heavily on a three point shot? And Missoula immediately pulls up or is like, Hey, you know, Chris or whatever. Like I read your article from fucking 2014 where you're questioning if this team was taking too many threes. Uh, maybe you have a thing with this. And and I think he 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 was trying to have like a gotcha moment, but it came off as like really paranoid, sensitive, and weird. You know, he he seems like he knows he doesn't really belong coaching this team, like a team of this caliber. A little bit, kind of like fell into a spot he might not be super comfortable being in. Um, I get that. I do think that their death might be an issue, but I 
do think that Al Horford has jumped into some games, uh, specifically that that Sixers game the other day, um, and showed that he could maybe still be pretty solid in like a oh yeah a series. I mean, Al Horford, yeah, good. right. Like, yeah. Like uh, I think like could it's you move over a little bit towards the center. Nice. You're making me go mobile here, man. <laughs> um, took away my chair. <clears throat> I've got a question for Mike. So if it's about Boston, you can do it because it's mine's not. Okay. Uh, one last thing about Boston. Um, this is my problem with them last year, and I think they've been doing less of this this year. Uh, but there is clearly a system, right, the, of offense that they run where it's drive and kick, and a lot of possessions will end in a three-point shot, right? And, like – there's so many moments where I think Tatum does a great job of getting to the rim and, you know, I don't know, Derek White does a good job of getting to the rim. But, like, some of their other players, it's just, like, coached in their mind where they're drilled to drive to the lane and kick it out as soon as, like, anything moves. And mm-hmm. I think that, like, you know, that B reporter does have a good point. Like, maybe they are too reliant on a three-point shot and maybe they ought to be putting more pressure on the rim getting to the line a little bit more um and yep i don't know that's how i feel about it but defensively best defensive backcourt in the nba probably and um they're really 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 good team so all right what's your question Mm -hmm. uh it was the activity to do your conference final predictions? Um, it's my tier list. Um, so they're my top four my tier list. I was told, whoa, 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 hold four. up. Hold up. They're my final four. That's a top four of my tier list. You said those are your conference final four. And they just, they have Did you include there? the team with the best record in the league? Is this your tier list? Is this your power rankings? No. I asked you a question. I did my tier list. I asked for ramifications if we're doing anything specific. That was a yes or no no. question. You said pick Um, your own. So I did my tier list. Those are the best four teams, I think, in the league. Got it. Um, So you wait, hold up. So if we're talking talking records, I mean, you left left the Magic off, and they're just just as good record-wise as the Bucks. Yeah, they aren't worse. They're not in your top tier with them. Yeah, I, I have the best teams in the league on mine. So record-wise, uh, Orlando is just as good as Milwaukee. Yeah, but and you're not you in your top tier. A team that had a they're, not, they're not in your top tier with Milwaukee. No, right? No. Okay, no. so then it's the same thing. You have no, like it's, it's the same issue. You said yours are you your conference. You have them. You have, you have them lower on your tier list. No, it's no. I do. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. It's the same. Uh, but issue. Michael, I, you're saying the you're, same. You're, you're, saying you you're mad because the best team Now you're just being a homer. Like I mean, like you're mad because. I asked Homer. you if you included the best team right. in the league. Oh, hold on, hold on. I think I did. Let's, I think let's, I did. Let's, let's I think step I did back. Himself. Let's step back. There weren't uh, necessarily parameters for this activity, okay? I did mine in the sense that, like, if the season ended today, who would be the best teams and in terms of how they're playing right now and how I believe they would perform in a hypothetical postseason if they ended right now. That's what I did. Me too. And, like, you know, it, 
if that's the case, then there it's also valid to you know bring in experience listen, in a I'm not saying his setting. list is valid. I was it, asking in my hypothetical list is valid. Those are my final four. And uh, yeah. okay. You're saying but, I misunderstood the assignment. That is what no, you didn't. I, didn't. I said. Saying, you, I never said your list you is asked, valid. You asked was the assignment to say your conference finals predictions? We are going to move yes, on. Yes, I did ask that because you said it. My tier two. It's titled Looking Dangerous Could Be Contending. Number four, I have Phoenix. Number five, I have Philly. Number six, I have Milwaukee. Number seven, I have OKC. And number eight, I have Miami. Um, we touched a little on Phoenix. I think that they are a really good team. Um, the Beal thing is weird that they just haven't all three played together, and that's clearly what is going to catapult them into the the top tier, but they've been doing playing really well without Beal. Um, but, uh yeah, that's where I'm at with my tier two. Uh, Mike, what's your tier two? Uh, my tier two is just one team. Uh, Mike was right, and it's the Magic. <laughs> pretty good. They're pretty good. Yeah. My They're tier two good. is Pretenders, and it's one team, and it's the Magic. <laughs> They're pretty good. Okay. Is that is that Not true? Well, <laughs> that's that is true. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. So before we move on from to the third tier, um, both you had one team tiers, and they're the same team. <laughs> yeah. Um. I. Uh. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Let's talk about <laughs> fucking. Orlando. You want to talk about the magic? Yeah. <laughs> uh. Okay. I had Orlando tenth, and we'll get there. Um, they're the tenth defense. tier? No, tenth, tenth place on your tier list. Yes. Oh, okay, I didn't really. Third rank the tier, team. third tier, tenth place. Mm-hmm. Um, defensively, I believe they're number two in the league. Possible. Yeah, and they have a lot of depth, I think, with a lot of their players playing really well. Um, Jonathan Isaac has looked really good coming back uh, from his injury and uh, (laughs) his anti-woke clothing line seems to be (laughs) (laughs) booming. I uh, don't know what that's about. Um, we don't have to get into that too much. Um, but for for me, yeah. why they're not in Tier 2, uh, and I like watching that team, uh, is I, I think just like offensively, they can get a little bit bogged down, um, and they just don't have enough shooting, I think, to be able to like swing games. Um, um, I get that. I think they might have six man of the year Cole Anthony on their team though. Uh, Cole Anthony coming off the bench has been, and it frustrates me. It frustrates me a lot because he seems like he might just be better than Jalen Suggs a little bit, uh, at least offensively, um, which is tough. But it seems like he he just can score. You know, he just is a really good scorer. Um, 
when they kind of get in that those kind of slumps, it seems like he can kind of check in and just score some buckets for them when they when they're not able when their first five isn't able to do it, which I think is big. Um, and you need a guy like that. Yeah, Magic pretty good. Ike, any Magic thoughts? Uh, yeah, I have them as pretenders. pretenders. Yes, pretenders. Uh, I don't think they're nearly as talented as they're playing. I think I see every team around them. And I think, yeah, I think that team is probably going to end up with more wins than them. I think they'll be borderline playing, low playoff seed. I don't know. But, yeah, I, I don't buy it. So right now they're 14 and 6, second seed in the East. Um, they are ahead of the Bucks, the Sixers, the Knicks, the, the Pacers, the Heat, the Cavs, the Nets, and the Hawks. Uh, which yeah. takes us to ten. Um, what sort of what seed would you pr- like think that they would be at? at I the mean, end of the year? considering we're a quarter of the way through, and also like the teams that they're right ahead, they're like either tied or like a game or maybe two above. They're them. tied with the Bucks. Um, yeah, and then yeah. they have a few two games above the, the Sixers. The Sixers, yeah, the so two above the Sixers I, and the Knicks. Yeah, I see the Sixers passing him. I see the Bucks clearing them by a lot. I see the Sixers clearing them by a lot. Um, Do you think I would guess they'd end up right around seven. Okay. Six would be six or seven, right on that, right on that border. I see five. You think? I see think, five, four. You think they could? So you think they could be a home court advantage team going into the playoffs? I think they very well could be in the East. Um, I think that's not a crazy thing to say with like I don't know like New York and Cleveland down there. Yeah, I want to touch on something once we get to New York um, in terms of consolidating talent. But uh, okay, so why don't you guys give your tier threes because my tier two was and one or tier two was a little longer, I think. You want to go like you want me to? Um, these are challengers. Okay. Suns, Lakers. I have a question. So, if we're doing tiers, so your pretenders are above your challengers? Well, I did it based off of, like, you have, like, Mike was right above whatever's about to come next. Yes. So, you yes, have the magic above the teams that are coming behind. That are about to come next. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, Sun, Kings, Lakers, Thunder. Okay. Suns, Kings, Lakers, Thunder. Yeah. Uh, Suns are good, but streaky. Kings, I think, are again, like five, six seed like their talent level hasn't changed a ton for me yeah, Lakers I, I think agree. are pretty good uh, a little underperforming but yeah Thunder I was close to putting them in pretenders but I'll put them in challengers the Lakers? the Thunder oh it's close um, alright go ahead uh, mine is uh, Cinderella at 1030 uh, so I got Minnesota, Oklahoma City, and Philadelphia. 
Um, you know, like pretty good. Like they're still hanging out, having a good time. Uh, probably win a uh, first round, uh, first round playoff series. You know, but then I think when they get to the second round, uh, that's when the ball's going to drop. The clock's going to hit hit twelve, and that's when they're going to get so home. Uh, not a bad place to be. Um, I think it's a uh, for small market teams like the like the Thunder and the Wolves. I think that's a great. Like, why are we but, why are we upset about? Like, why is this something to be upset about? I'm saying you're going to You just put series. them below the Orlando Magic. Okay. The teams that are like. I'm saying one. you're going to win a playoff series. Is that, you think like, the Magic are going to win the so playoff happy series? About, this isn't about the yeah. This is about yeah. the I, I, I think I think they win their first playoff series, get a 4Z, get it, win their first playoff series. Yes, I do. Okay, so it would you take Minnesota or Orlando to reach the conference finals? Which one would to be reach more the conference likely finals? Um, so Minnesota would have to go through either Denver or probably Phoenix. Yeah, uh, I think I don't know. I think they're it's pretty pretty close, decently even. Um, I guess I think Denver and Phoenix are would be a little bit tougher than the Bucks. Um, so I would say the Magic if they if they found a way to play, play the Bucks in the second round. I, like, I, just, I, I don't I, know. I, I just couldn't vehemently disagree more. So, so I don't know my, what to say. my opinion on that is I, I think that the Wolves, you know, are much closer. I think they're better than, uh, like, you know, I think they're better than Phoenix, and I think they can do that. But, like, I think the, the level that they're playing at, the, the Wolves, the Nuggets, and the Suns, that – is a level, and then to me, it's the Bucks and the Celtics in the East, and then the other teams, and and like the Sixers are the closest to that level, and Orlando is another one or two steps under that for me. I I don't think the Bucks are like as on like I think I think probably like I would I would take them in a series. I don't think they would be like underdogs in the series, but I I don't think they're. If I am a team, I would rather maybe play the Bucks than play than play Phoenix. Sometimes, yeah, I would rather I take I take the Bucks and Phoenix. The Bucks yeah. have seemed like again. I don't like. I don't think again. I don't think this is like a crazy like. I don't think this is like crazy. I said, thing to this say. is that's a fine take, but I think the Timberwolves are so much more incredibly talented than the Magic, like. I'm not like I'm. I was asked who I thought could make a final uh, conference finals. Right, that's what I was asked. I think it's tougher in the West to make the conference finals than it is the East. I don't think that's a crazy thing to say. Yeah, so but with you that also said, did I thought the Magic might above. have a better shot. All right, so the I think so. What Mike is saying essentially is is the the uh, teams to get through to get to the conference finals are tougher yes. in the West than the East. Uh, yes, removing the skill of the challenger, you know, at at this point. Um, I think. All right. Well, let's uh, let's talk about the Wolves for a second. 
Okay. Why, why yes. is it so bad that I'm saying you're going to win a playoff? Like, why is this uh, like, I Again, I didn't Venus. care about that. I said it's the fact that you put the magic above them. I think that's disingenuous. We're getting a little bit touchy. To, because of... We're getting a uh, little bit emotional. You're getting a little emotional about... You literally about named the, the category Mike was right. I was right. They're pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty like, good. obviously, the most self-propelling true? narrative. Like... They're pretty good. That's what I said they're going to be. Pretty good. All right. Like, so, I don't... look, because we're talking about the Timberwolves and, uh, like, and, you know, we touched on the magic, I would like to talk about basketball a little bit. Um, so, fucking emotional. Best record in the NBA right now. Uh, yeah. To me, they're number one right now. Uh, not just because of the record, but also because of the strength of schedule. They've beaten Boston, Denver, Philadelphia, Oklahoma City, um, and New Orleans. A lot of other really solid teams um, that people had rated really highly going into this season. Um, and uh, number one defense in the league as well, and that's been that way for a while. Um, I think there, there's clearly uh, something has clicked, right? And uh, I was texting Ike uh, after the Atlanta game, the beginning of the season, that you know maybe this is like we just need to tear everything down and like this is I it. Our last episode, I, two people were wondering if they needed to fire the coach of the month. I, I yeah. yes, absolutely, absolutely. I was I was having questions about the entirety of it all. Um, but the uh, the defense has been there and the offense has been there when it's been needed to be. And I think like there's a few things that are really, really working. And the first thing is that's just pops off the screen is Gobert is being used so much better on defense and offense where, like, you know, the guy, they try to throw it down to the guy on offense so many times last year. He would either bobble it, lose it out of bounds, try to do some weird spin move and just get blocked, miss a layup, whatever, or put it on the ground and get it stolen. And there's been none of that. And, like, you know, there's many times where Rudy will have, like, someone in a okay seal on the block and stick his hand out. And Conley will say, no, come over here, set a screen. And, and yeah. then they are able to get into their motion offense from that. Um, Carl Anthony Towns and Nas Reed are having both having 50, 40, 90 seasons. Um, and we'll see how sustainable that is. But uh, right now, if the season ended today, this has never been done in NBA history where two players on the same team average 50, 40, 90 while averaging 10-plus points um, a game. So a lot mm -hmm. is going right, and uh, – this is the best start in franchise history. It's been a lot of fun is mm -hmm. where I'm at right now. Yeah. And yeah, I'm happy for you guys. Thanks. Uh, yeah, I think another big thing is just, like, they actually run the pick and roll now. 
like they figured out that Rudy can actually do that. Like Mike Conley and him, like last year you could see at times like that they could run it those two. But now like even Carl and him can run it, like Ant can kind of run it with him. Like Carl has the most assists out of any Timberwolf to him, which is right. interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Like above Mike Conley. Uh yeah, I don't know. There were things like you thought the team might need, like shooting off the bench, but Troy Brown's been like unreal so far. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's been very good, very compatible. You know, they're winning games without being Ant and Jaden, which is not something you would think they'd do. They're winning bad games, like games where they play poorly, which is incredibly rare. So, yeah. Yep. Uh, Mike, anything to add? No, I mean, like, they're playing well. Like, it's – I am genuinely ha- – like, I, I don't dislike the Timberwolves. Like, I, I am, I'm genuinely happy for your guys' success. I think, Would you like, say you're surprised? Uh, yeah, I'm surprised. I mean, like, based off last year, um, the, the leaps that need to be taken, I think, have been taken at least thus far. Um, again, if you ask me, like, if I think – if I can see this team in the conference finals right now, I don't. No, I don't think so. Um, I think like once you get into seven game series, things things kind of are different. Um, but I can definitely see you guys winning a playoff series, you know, which is like I think that'd be a major accomplishment. Uh, like I, yeah, yeah. Um, I gotta say, it's 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 like a very bizarre feeling to actually have a a good team. <laughs> A competent, good I, yeah. team, you know, like and not just, a talented I never, team. I don't, I don't really know what to do with myself. Yeah, um, and like you know, I try not to think about the playoffs that much. I think because what's happening right now is so fun. Um, yeah, I think establishing yourself is a great D. Yeah, like, and obviously yeah. that's looming. There's some heavy financial questions that are looming post this season as well, um, and. Like, I, I don't know, with Bally going under and, like, just the loss of revenue from that uh, uh, coupled with perhaps catapulting into the second apron, it's like, ah, like, is this going to be a roster that is going to be able to play next season? But right now, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, you guys just got to enjoy it as it is. Let's like Cinderella yeah. two hours and before the- midnight. You know, it's just. Okay. <laughs> we'll see. He says we'll that. I'm What? How is it this genuine? Pull out teams uh, in, in you know, tougher fourth quarter situations, which is I've never seen before. Yeah. Uh, there was some now, stat I saw about, like, teams. Obviously, they're a quarter of the way through the season, but that, like, finish with the best defense in the league, it's like 100% of those teams make the playoffs. I think like something right above 50% like win their first series and then it gets to like 30%. I don't know, but just like that's, I don't, you just have to, that's the best way to establish yourself with like, like an incredible defense and then like two super, I'm not <laughs> talking to you. 
Why? What do you? What I've did done I do? How's this not a conversation? Mike, at this point, you're you're the one trying to. You're antagonizing. I'm. Like, I, you're I said you're gonna win a playoff series. So, I, so I wasn't responding to that. A million fucking times. Like we get it. Dude. I'm not we, responding we think we're to you. Win a playoff series. We're not. We're fucking talking about playoff. Like, he's like talking about percentages basketball. based on. He's talking about percentages based on good defenses. I said, yeah. I yes, and I'm saying the best thing to do is to establish a really good defense around like at least one and a half superstars. And I think that's like a great, that we are set up well. Like I, I feel good about it. Let's move on. Um, so <laughs> Mike, stop being antagonistic, dude. Stop. What? You, what? You, you, what? You keep what? calling Ike emotional and trying to elicit a response out of him. <laughs> That's what you you're doing. Both are, I'm telling you, both of you are emotional. You are also emotional. Okay. I can't sure. I can't share I, I can't say yeah, I agree. I think you're gonna win a playoff series. I'm not saying I don't I you're not gonna win the next. I just say I can see you definitely winning one. How is that being like what's wrong with that? I have no problem with that. Okay? Like I and I and I express that I have no problem with that. So like why are you keeping so on then, repeating? So then like I, so we're getting mad that I keep that I keep saying that you're going to win. A, I could see you winning a series. Oh, um, forget it. We're moving on. Okay. Tier three for me is titled Frisky Playoff MFs. We got Sacramento. I have Orlando here, who we touched on. New Orleans and the Knicks. Uh. So, uh, the. New Orleans-Sacramento game last night was really interesting for me um, because I test-wise, New Orleans is 12-10 uh, and 10 right now, um, but they've had a lot of injuries. and uh, But they're really deep and really versatile. Uh, they have a lot of size on positionally. Like they have a lot of good defensive wings that can space the floor and do a, a lot of different things. Um, Ingram and Zion, but Zion looked a little weird, but like he's he's been playing well recently. Um, Ingram looks really really good, and I thought it was like an interesting choice where down the stretch uh, Willie Green stuck with Alvarado because he liked what he was doing defensively um, even when McCollum was healthy and there's there's I don't know there's just a lot of optionality and uh, I think this team could be really really good they're in eighth right now I could see them you know definitely getting into the top six mm-hmm yeah, they're in my category right below that with just two teams where they're, like, sleeping something. Like, this team could be really good with, like, them and the Warriors. Like, teams you're worried about, I guess, is a good title for it. But, yeah, I think they're just, like, another team that's just got, like, scary potential if they can figure it out. Uh They've looked really good in flashes and kind of useless at times, but uh, yeah, super deep. And if they're superstars, can actually be superstars. Uh, yeah, I have them in my next uh, tier um, called first round fodder. I think they're definitely going to 
playoff team. I don't see them going beyond the first round. Um, I have them with Miami, Indiana, uh, New York, Lakers, uh, Sacramento, and then them. Um, these are all teams that they, I definitely see in the playoffs, whether it's through play-in or whether they get in, and I think that they go out first. Could you repeat that? Um, Miami, Indiana, New York, uh, Lakers, Sacramento, and New Orleans. Okay. Miami here, huh? So you think Miami's like definitely a few tiers below the the higher up teams in the East, even regardless of what happened last year and how they look this year? Yeah, uh, I coming into the season, I, I thought like I know they weren't great again in the early in the regular season last year, but just what I've seen from them, I, I don't know. Like in some games they look fine, and then some games it's just kind of. This was the plan, though. They're gonna do it again, dude. I'm just it's saying, a, I don't know, man. It's just like it's like like if you're a Heat fan, how could you sit there and be like super confident that like of like success to come? Like I like it's just like you're like what are you? I, but you can't like it can't keep running back the same way. Like it, it like it really can't keep running. I know back they the can't way. keep getting That's away crazy. with this. Yeah. But it, but it, that's just what's happened. I think, I think Bam has improved offensively. I'll tell you that. That's, that's like the main thing I've seen. And then Hawkes looks good. Um, yeah, Sam was right. I mean, Sam was right. Yeah. <laughs> How old is he? Like twenty four. I feel like that guy played college forever. Uh, he can't be twenty four. No, like he can't be twenty four. No, he's not twenty three. He's probably twenty two. Twenty two. Twenty two probably. I'm going twenty three. Who cares? He's good. <laughs> I was just wondering. I'm just, that just like a college. Are fucking four-year players out of college that suck ass and don't ever make it to the NBA. No, he's just oh, like God. a classic heat guy, like a classic 23-year-old, 22-year-old rookie. Just scrapping it up. Um, okay, so how many teams have you got? He's 22. 22. Gotcha. How many teams? I'm what? At, I'm at twelve teams right now that I, that we've covered. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. I've done fifteen. That was a big group for me. 11. Okay, I next here. Uh, we call this. Uh, I should rename this one because I renamed the last one. This is just the level below. That's what we're going to call this tier. And it's the Mavericks, Pelicans, Clippers, Pacers, Cavs, Heat. So these are the ones where I'm like, they'll be challenging for a play-in or like the last playoff spot. But yeah, low-level so playoff. What did you call teams. it? Uh, I called it the level below. Okay. But you could accurately just call it play in competition i think that's fair uh yeah mavericks who the hell knows like they'll probably go on like a 20 game win streak and then a 20 game losing streak clippers who the hell knows but like no they're not good i'm not buying it pacers fun Cavs, i think they're gonna improve heat i think they'll lose in the play-in 
Um, yeah, I also had the Maver- I had the Mavericks in my uh, so I, I had a differentiated Cinderella at t- at ten, and then Cinderella at eleven thirty. Um, I think the clock's <laughs> ticking a little bit quicker on uh, the Mavericks. Uh, I mean, like you can't can't just rely on, <laughs> on like just magic just magical nights every every single day to, to like sure. win basketball games. It's just not not really sustainable. Um, but I do see them as like a definitely a play in like maybe like last spot in team uh but yeah yeah um yeah i have a two-team tier after my third tier called buckets only playoff boys and that's dallas and indiana uh so just like explosive offenses that yeah. play defense and like they're gonna make the playoffs but uh, i think both of those teams are probably first round exits uh, I like the way Lively's playing on Dallas, um, and he's like a big ass dude and can cut. Finally, someone that can catch yeah, lobs for Luca. Uh, but again, he's a rookie, you know, and he's like, can can you rely on that guy in big playoff moments? That you know, uh, he's a rookie center as well, so it's tough. Um, I'm gonna go to next tier. Uh, which is tier five, which I call disappointing washed MFs. Uh, 15, I have the Lakers. 16, I have the Clippers. 17, I have Cleveland. And 18, I have the Warriors. Um, all these teams, to me, have been a little bit disappointing. I don't want to go too far into the Clippers because we've talked about the Harden trade a little bit and like how that's going to play out. Um to me, the Lakers, there was a lot of hype around the offseason that they had. And it was like, oh, like best offseason ever. And sort of none of those guys have played well. And uh, again, they're just heavily LeBron reliant. And LeBron's doing it. You know, he's doing it. The 30 minute restriction thing that they allegedly were going to do at the, after the first game yeah, is clearly just way out the window. Um, but uh, like Anthony Davis, inconsistent um, in play and effort, and I think I don't know. I don't know what has to change with them, but I think it's the other guys sort of stepping up uh, is how I see it. Yeah, or you know, classic fire cell. Um, I have I have uh. You, wait, what were your teams again? So, Tier 5, Disappointing Washed Motherfuckers. Uh, Lakers, Clippers, Cavs, and the Warriors. Okay, I have the Warriors and the uh, uh, Clippers in a tier below my next one, but I'll just say that now. Um, just hang it up. It's kind of <laughs> time to hang it up. It's, yeah, it's done. Like It was, it was fun, but the, it's fine. The Clippers it's, it's are, are, are done? I think individually they are all done. My guy PJ. Some bad, <laughs> bad cooking up those zero pointers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> kind of wild. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But um, uh, go ahead. Yeah, let's should we talk about the Warriors? Were, were you gonna say something about the Warriors? No, it's just like it's just like the magic really feels like it's gone from that from that side. You know, it doesn't seem like they can kind of 
will wins together and play like the style of basketball that they were playing like five years ago. And again, five years ago is a long time. So they were doing it for a very, very long time, but it just feels so weird watching them and just them not being effective really with what they, what they do, you know, like. Uh, yeah, I think um, the, the system in which they play allowed those players to flourish obviously starting with Steph with that motion offense. Um, but like a guy like Jonathan Kaminga, I, I don't think he's suited for that offense, that like motion offense, like let that guy attack someone off the wing in like on a, you know, and like not fucking have to like run around and spot up. And I don't know to, to me, there's like guys that that fit that offense and there's guys that don't and they've cycled through some guys like d'angelo russell was there for like a weird moment um that he clearly did not fit into that offense um i don't know and and i think there's a a decline of each player not named steph curry uh, that has been noticeable, obviously, with Clay Thompson and his shooting, but also I think, like, because Draymond Green sort of sees this happening, he's doubling down on his, like, physicality and mental fucking things that he does to people uh, and has just been trying to get thrown out of a lot of games, has been successful a few times. Um, yeah. but, and, and, and like the, you know, at this point he's hurting the team by doing this, I think. Well, yeah. He's not like bringing anything besides that. Like <laughs> that, did you see he took the last shot against the Clippers? Like when they were down one point corner three to Draymond yeah. and he just like bricked it. Like, what are <laughs> yeah. we like? Well, he's that's... been shooting 50% from three this year. So yeah, like <laughs> one for two on like <laughs> limited attempts. Yeah. Um, no. But, uh, yeah. They I mean, might have a good white boy. Oh, Pajumski? Yeah. Yeah, that's say. another thing, dude. It's like Kerr is relying on weird veterans like Corey Joseph and yeah. shit and not playing Pajumski. He took out Moody um, in that Kings game when he was 6-for-6, six six, absolutely on fire, puts Wiggins back in. Granted, Wiggins was playing well. Uh, but Wiggins has been atrocious this year. He's back to Minnesota form. Slamming um, his hand in corridors. Yeah, maybe that is who he is. And the the finals run Wiggins was uh, an outlier. But um, yeah, I don't know. Just one little point on uh, Golden State. It's it feels like the the Draymond thing keeps happening because the organization has just completely emboldened the guy and you know after the failure of last season and how he totally lost the locker room because of the pool punch they say actually yeah we're we're with you draymond we're going to give you a near max extension with a player option we're going to trade jordan pool away and like you know they, they, they can't rein him in and make a bunch of excuses for him and then expect him to be a more effective player that fits into their I don't know to help that that helps them win more I think 
Yeah. I mean, given his salary to performance, there's tough to find a guy who's like worse off. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Uh, Mike, any, anything else on Golden State you want to do next here? No, I'll do my next one. Uh, my next one is play, uh, play in who cares? Uh, Houston, Toronto, Atlanta, Brooklyn, Cleveland. Who cares? You know, just like no one cares about those those guys. Yeah, they're gonna be in the play in. They'll probably lose the play in, and it's yeah. I have the yes. identical identical uh, title and team list essentially, other than Cleveland, yeah. who I think is washed, and I don't. I think their roster is. <laughs> an interesting term to use washed for that team dude well i mean okay i think that they're never very good yeah i i I think they've they've reached their ceiling as a team but they still have to make the play in though yeah yeah no i think they'll make the playoffs i think they will but that's their ceiling you know i don't know if they're gonna get out of the first round um just because it's like I, i i don't know two small guards and Mobley at the four, I, it, it, there's just not enough there, I think. Um, and I don't know where you go from there on that roster. So I have a similar category that's just called Yawn. And it's Hawks, Raptors, Rockets, Trailblazers. I have the Nets and the one above because get an over 37 and a half wins should hit uh but yeah this is like the level probably below plan maybe like one or two of those teams might get in but yeah i don't know just don't really care to talk about the hawks raptors rockets or trailblazers that much yeah who cares rockets have improved defensively um under better than we thought yeah they uh are what is it Away they are, zero and eight, <laughs> so they just can't win on the road. Um, it's a fortress, but they're eight and one at home. So, we'll, that's we'll kind of crazy. That. I know, isn't that weird? No. <laughs> um, next tier, Mike. Uh, yeah, I got a quick one. Speaking of Houston, uh, got bitched by Ime, uh, LeBron, just LeBron. LeBron um, you see the clip? Tier. Yeah, just LeBron. You see the clip? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, saw, I, I saw mean, the audio. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Got don't bitch. Use <laughs> I, don't, I don't get what LeBron's doing with like no. he has like random words that he doesn't like, but like what what is Eme doing too? Like I my pet peeve is like coaches who talk shit. Like what are you gonna do, dude? You're not like what well, talk shit to the players? Like I mean, like, he, he wasn't – he was – I was saying he was less talking shit. He was more just telling his team. Well, I don't care it. if he says, like, stop bitching or something. That's, like, fine. I don't That's care what he said. That. Yeah, but then he That's starts he talking said. Shit. Like, LeBron, your place is not to, like, get in an argument. Are you supposed LeBron. to – like, you supposed just to just let up. LeBron tell him to just, like, be quiet and sit down? All, yeah, I mean, all LeBron <laughs> did was, like, hey, keep, like, keep it off that, like, bitch shit or whatever. And he may could have just been, like, whatever. No, no, LeBron like, I doesn't hate use when... the B word. <laughs> don't use it so lightly. Yeah, don't use that He word. uses it, but not lightly. Never I lightly. just hate mm. when coaches like, get into <laughs> it with players. 
I don't. I don't it's have like, a problem with it. I think it's funny. Shit. I um, hate it. And I like. And I like that. Like a, a clip of Ime Udoka when he was a player, like cooking LeBron, <laughs> like when he was a rookie, <laughs> sort of circulated on Twitter after. Um, yeah, all in good discourse. Um, uh, I. What's your your next tier? Uh, bad. Uh, Jazz, Grizzlies, Hornets, Bulls. Well, uh, Morant suspension is uh, over in six games, I believe. Um, we'll see what happens there. They still have a few injuries. The Stephen Adams one at the beginning of the year sort of sealed their fate, I think. And you know, I, they'll probably yeah. get to the play-in. Um, yeah, I, I don't I know if they will. I, yeah, I don't know if they will either. West is deep, man. It's a brutal um, start. I don't yeah. know what their schedule has been like, but like i think they could conceivably get 10th but that's 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 hard uh chicago there's been some levine rumors um and every show that i've heard talk about levine ends up pivoting into actually while caruso is more of a asset um that i would like if i was a contender uh which i thought has been interesting um I don't know, Mike. What what have you thought about the Bulls this year? Uh, they're actually in my next uh, tier. No comment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, it's tough times. Tough times out in Chicago right now. Uh, I I assume they will break it up. Um, in what fashion? It just, I don't know. Um, Should probably do it soon. I I would want to do it sooner than later. I don't I don't know what the is there like a protected pick next season or something? There's a, isn't there like an Oklahoma City pick that's top ten protected or something that they have? Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay, we're, we're we won't talk about the pool. You guys can. I I have oh, no comment. Oh, okay, okay. Gotcha. I have no comment. Gotcha. I'll be honest. Uh, I had them into in their own category of melancholy and hopeless. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my tier seven was called dog shit. It's uh, Utah, Charlotte, Portland, Chicago, and Memphis. And then I'll just move on to tier eight, which is inconsistent. Well, can I do my? Yeah, I had a, some more one. I had donkey shit. I had Charlotte, Washington, Utah, Portland, Memphis. <laughs> so close. Yep. <laughs> uh, I had fraudulent part two, where it's just the Spurs. And then I had a disgrace to the sport and the Pistons and the Wizards. <laughs> Okay, Mike. Um, I had uh, Wemby's first year, and that's the Spurs. Mm. Um, that's yeah, that's the tier first year. Can't hold it against them. Um, and then I had relegate to the OTE Houston, and, or not Houston, <laughs> uh, Houston back to the OTE <laughs> Detroit. Send that whole team to the OTE. That's where they belong. That is some, that is some silly things going on in in, in Detroit. 
I don't dude Detroit is like I mean the only reason San Antonio hasn't been getting as much press because for their like 12 game losing streak is because of the Detroit 16 game losing streak and <laughs> they're terrible they're, they're really bad. so bad I I think there have to be some uh existential questions about Cade you know yeah because I was I, a believer so man. I was thinking that I was. So, I was singing that too. I saw a TikTok that convinced me that it's not his fault, though. This guy, like, mm-hmm. I was like, "Well, what do you want? Expect teams to do when like all you have to do is cover Cade, and because no one can shoot from the perimeter, not yeah. a single person on that team can shoot from the perimeter, so they can just pack it in, and Cade can't really do too much." Uh, yeah, like I guess Bogdanovich is coming back soon, which might help with that. But yeah, none of those dudes can shoot. That Detroit cannot shoot. Eighteen out of their last hundred games. Mm. Um, Mike Poverty City Mike next time you say you've you learned something from a TikTok say you read an article in the New York Times okay (laughs) (laughs) y'all know I don't read so I was reading an article (laughs) ABC News Uh, whoa (laughs) not not MIT not MIT and and, uh, this is a Disney podcast this is not a Disney podcast Yes, it is. I had tier eight, which is inconceivably bad. And I had uh, Washington, 28, San Antonio, 29, uh, Detroit, 30. Um, I don't know. There's there's, uh, things to be said about Wemby's first year, I think. And they're clearly a worse team with Jeremy Sohan at the point. But they will not. (laughs) <laughs> Who would change pop won't change that you know and he just he wants to get jeremy Sohan's like distribution skills up or whatever uh so yeah trey jones seems like fine it's just no i mean like, trey jones trey clearly jones. isn't the the point guard of the future right well no but he seems like a normal capable point guard on a terrible team and yeah. he just goes with like team, a clown yeah. show of so time but yeah. yeah i hate watching that guy um, honestly did i say my uh no well my wizards one was there was just funny it was kind of funny tyus and yeah. like that's been they've been bad that's been funny jordan Poole fighting with his teammates tyus. yo free the free the jones brothers man yeah <laughs> honestly locked up there, in bad man. places yeah uh what a shame. Um, I, I anything else? We've made it through the the league. Any other takeaways from this this early season here? Um, I had a separate tier that includes some already mentioned teams and criminal enterprises with the Hornets and the Thunder. Yeah, um, I left. I added a couple like that to it. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot go within yeah people have already yeah yeah, people have already forgotten that the thunder traded for kevin porter jr but oh yeah 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 i thought maybe making jokes about the the situation would not have been yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, you might not like my segment Uh oh oh yeah (laughs) i go ahead (laughs) It's a long one. I might, should I go right now? Mm-hmm. 
Hold on. Can we take a break first? How long is it? I'm going to need to prep for like 10, 15 seconds, and I also need to piss. All right, I think Scott, uh, segment. Listen, we have no reason to defend this scumbag, right? So I think I'll just go all out, go right after him. Um, Who are you talking about? Okay. Josh Giddy. Josh Giddy. Currently on my short list for first team all defended. Number one. Mm. (laughs) <laughs> went from being a statue on defense to a statutory defendant. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> hmm. Fake ID at the bar. Who is she? Frank Abagnale. Catch me if you can, fans. Oh, that's that's a deep cut. That's neat. Bar. You know, <laughs> use the fake to take the bar. Yeah. <laughs> Exam. Uh, mm. Not what we thought you meant when you said you like it down under. That's good. This is Australia's biggest criminal since literally everyone. Yeah, crime colony. Josh <laughs> crime colony. Historical. Nice. <laughs> yep. Josh Grit. Josh Giddy tried to fuck Ben Simmons' stat line. Oh. Uh, yep, yep, yep. He's over under. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Oklahoma City fans are still trying to figure out why he would try to rape a statue. <laughs> They're so dumb. Yeah, <laughs> They're stupid. Dumb at the end of that, yeah. <laughs> um, got a couple against Sam Preston being a predator. We'll leave those. Uh, it's not looking great for Mike's boy, Josh Giddy, though he could always just flee back to Australia. I guess it just comes down to whether he'd rather live in an American jail or a British one. <laughs> yeah prime colony yeah run it back run it back to hits yep. Yeah. yep run it back uh the community in oklahoma is just as disappointed in josh as anyone local residents have been have been imploring josh to look at someone closer to his age like his sister hannah oklahoma joke oh, incest okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. South. South. (laughs) You guys know where he's from in Australia? Is it Perth? It's Melbourne. Okay. Melbourne, more like live born in 2007. (laughs) Oh, she's underage. (laughs) Yep. All right. I would actually put her at the age of 16, which is the age of consent in Oklahoma City. Well, she's in California. Oh. And yes, uh, when asked for his opinion on Oppenheimer, Giddy said he wanted to wait for his girlfriend to be able to see it. 2025 <laughs> should be an awesome year for them. When asked about Barbie, he simply said, I'm actually a vegan. <laughs> Australia joke in there, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. That one was clean. <laughs> clean jokes, clean jokes. You guys see Drake hanging out with Millie Bobby Brown again? Creepy. This is probably the most time Drake and Josh have spent with an underage girl since Megan. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yeah. The itty bitty titty committee gets a lot darker if you toss Giddy before it. Or if you, on that same subject... 
Josh Giddy is the first male member of the Itty Bitty Titty Committee, which probably not. He but... loves Itty Bitty Titties. Yeah. There we go. Giddy should have taken Carl Malone's advice about rebounding, not scoring. Right? Right? Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Carl Malone, <laughs> bad predator. Right? Yeah. How the hell? How the hell does Carl Malone have 36,374 career points and still average under 14? (laughs) These ones are historic. (laughs) These ones are are old school. Right, right. After the statutory rape allegations, Giddy is now the second most hated Australian basketball player behind Ben Simmons. Still. Kyrie Irving. Uh, USA, Team USA. Uh, all right. If he's so into people who lie about their age, I should introduce him to half of my U13 soccer team. <laughs> nice. Josh Giddy on his Zach Efron shit, thinking he's 17 again. You've seen that movie? <laughs> <That's great. laughs> Could have made him worse Matthew Perry joke. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> Maybe it's not his fault. They don't really teach you how to count past 17 in Australia. I thought you were going to go, okay, so are they dumb as you? Fuck them, right? Okay. Josh Giddy is somehow still the least guilty person in Australia. <laughs> Criminals, all of them. Are, yep. are. <laughs> all right. Josh Giddy's hit list looks like a great Rudy Gobert game. 17, 17, you know, 16. Uh, Not too many points, right? Uh, Okay. How many? I have any. (laughs) This is. Okay, wrap it up. Or or just release this second. (laughs) Just Just wrap it up. This is the episode. Yeah, that was my last one. that's a good way to wrap everything up, you know, which we're going to do right now. 